everybody. I'm Liam Reese. Today, I'm joined by those wrestling brothers, Matt and Tom Lavelle. This is a special edition of the Comics Perspective Podcast, a show where we talk about and review some of our favorite comics. We're going to get right into it. It's our objective to be effective by voice in societies. Working perspective. Exploring your day and how you get paid. Launching a new episode every Tuesday. Your day can transform while we inform with new episodes available on every platform. So check out our vibe and how we get live. Then do us a solid. All right, today we are going to be talking about a guy named Rob Fee. He's a writer. He was a writer for Marvel. He's now working with WWE. Tom brought this guy to my attention. He's very interesting. I read some of his comics. Uh, he did the Avengers Halloween special, and he did the Red Goblin. That's what I read. Tom, I know he did a whole lot more than that, so why don't you take it away and tell us more about Rob Fee? All right, so when I first heard about this guy i i started reading it and immediately my mind popped in you liam i was like oh my god this is my world professional wrestling in your world the uh comics and it's like they're bringing them together which is a perfect match so a little background on rob fee he's actually been around for a little bit of time but kind of maybe behind the scenes you know and people aren't really going to see him in wwe but he's maybe the puppet master you'd call him in there so he's worked for marvel comics like you said he's been writing for daredevil spider-man the avengers additionally fee worked for the ellen show uh ridiculousness on mtv various mm -hmm. disney products projects including uh, a top-rated xd show called player select that had 100 episodes he's worked with will smith and uh produced the fresh prince reunion and Will From Home, which is the most watched Snapchat series. Um, he's he's now the head of long-term creative for WWE. So he, he's got a really important job. I'm really interested into diving what like into what that is going to be. Um, mm -hmm. there's a lot of similarities between comics, the comic world, and professional wrestling, Liam. And that's why I thought this show could be so interesting because you know. I think as we were talking before, these are just larger than life type characters with yep. superhuman powers. And there's mm -hmm. just many connections that they have. There's been other shows. There there was a show, uh, Steve Amell, I want to say is his name. And he yeah, heels. Like, but uh, he he did um he's done heels. And then yeah, also he did he Arrow. You're right. Arrow. So he was on Arrow, which is a, which is like. Is that loosely yeah, it's the green? Yeah, it's based on the Green Arrow. That is DC Comics. So he was like a celebrity from that that mm -hmm. kind of went over into the WWE world. So there's other similarities too because there's like a wrestling con, you know what I mean, where they have everyone dress up like their favorite characters, interview, and they have Comic Con, right? Dude, it is like very much like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? These you're, people are constantly trying to dress up and emulate these characters. 
they have catchphrases, you know what I mean? They have like and, and a lot of these, yeah, a lot of these characters, they have like these these like cult like followings too. You know what I mean? Like you have these pockets of and you see it in I feel like WWE too. Like, you know what I mean? You'll have a wrestler and he has his diehard fans and stuff. Yeah. And when you go on Reddit and like message boards and stuff, you see the exact same thing with comics. And me and you were talking earlier and I said, you know what I mean? Like the heels are the bad guys or whatever. And you brought up like, well, heels kind of hard to define. There's like anti-heroes and everything. And that, and the crowd like kind of gravitates toward that now. Right. And, and really like the big thing in comics right now is the anti-hero. So it's like, you know what I mean? Ironically, the parallels are there. What What is a, a big movie coming out with an anti-hero? The, Black Adam. Black Adam <laughs> at WWE, The Rock. The Rock. You know Dude. what I mean? Peacemaker, and also peacemaker uh, john peacemaker, cena yes you know what i mean it's there and uh, it's like it's box office it's the you know superstars i mean if you think about how big marvel is and the top celebrities are in these avengers movies and all this other stuff and the top celebrities are wwe and like these worlds are coming together mm -hmm. more and more and more and it's it's really it's a perfect fit it really it is. is. It, I I agree. There's, you know, like you, I even see like similarities, like, you know, like they have like in wrestling, you have a, a wrestler that they want to bring up. They want to like put over the top and everything. Well, you'll have that wrestler beat somebody who's already established or they do that. They do the same thing in oh comics. Like you you want to you want to bring a character up. They have this battle. You have a character that's like a villain, a strong villain already established. And then that character will will triumph over a strong, already established character. And now that character becomes like strong and popular. You know what I mean? Like and that's same deal. Something too, where when they talk about creative and doing some, for example, there was a match this past week where two wrestlers, Sheamus and Gunther, who are like two, probably the best story in WWE right now. And they were fighting and the good guy, who's also kind of an anti-hero kind of guy he's fighting and they're wanting to win and then the other guy cheats and wins whatever both guys came off strong so i bet you there's a lot of that too in comics where they can't have someone like for lack of a better term look like a pussy you know what i mean so they're Absolutely. like we have to have them ha be a good fight someone wins but maybe they win you know by mistake or they win yeah. by something that happens where both guys come out looking strong it elevates the new hero and it, it keeps everyone on the same level so i i love like the the ties with that i really i'm interested to hear because you dove into rob fee's comics and mm -hmm. where and what they're about and i've kind of in in the history of thing I, I noticed he was a big horror fan like a big horror movie fan and so i'm curious how that tied into his comics that was actually what i was about to say if there was like a horror genre of comics this is it if Rob Fee wrote it, it's like a horror comic. They're even, you know what I mean? Like they're explicit. It's, it's, it's like not, there's even, you know, like those, uh, you know, the stickers that used to be on CDs, like explicit, like parental oh, yeah. advisory. Those parental are on advisor. his, yeah, those are on his comics. You know, they're like geared more towards an older audience because they're like scary and violent and brutal. And like the, the characters are almost like, you know, demonic or like ghoulish, you know what I mean? Like that, yes. like scared, they all have that like scary, like evil look to them. Well, demonic, that's something I want to touch on later. Why, why don't you yeah. to break down these comics 
And then because the demonic and the horror, I mean, this is totally going into the WWE world. So from what I could tell, you're right. Rob Fee was evolved, involved probably in like a lot of writing rooms and everything like where he, you know, what I mean, he was probably part of like a creative team. He did stuff in like Spider-Man and Avengers and everything. But the the titles I found that he penned himself had like a much like where he was like the you know, what I mean, like the head writer. It's like his name is first on the billing uh the first one i could find is they did a halloween special in 2018 it was just called the avengers halloween special and this one was like real gruesome too daredevil he he gets this uh surgery so that he can see again this is now mind you this is all set in an alternate universe this isn't like the normal marvel universe this is they call this earth 18 there's like infinite earths and everything it's the number i could tell you any number and really it doesn't matter we'll just call it rob fee's earth you know <laughs> okay uh so daredevil as we know is blind he's got like the super hearing and and feel and sense of smell and everything and that's how he like gets by it's almost like superhuman well he goes to get this surgery so that he can have his sight again and they do the surgery surgery goes well and everything he takes it off and now he can finally see again. And all of a sudden he's with his best friend, Foggy. And it appears to Daredevil that Bullseye his like one of his arch rivals is there about to kill Foggy. He picks up a pair of scissors, throws it at him. It goes right through him because it's a hallucination and kills his friend Foggy. Then he starts seeing all the dead people from his past and everything, all this crazy stuff. And he calls the doctor and says, hey, what's happening with this? It's and then he says, well, Kingpin, he got my kids and everything. They put these like hallucinogenic stuff into like his his tear ducts so that yeah. he's just constantly hallucinating. But dude, the visuals and Whoa. everything, very scary, very hard. Like he's seen all these dead people from his past and everything. And then like, you know, Kingpin standing over him, he he rips his eyeballs out, blood everywhere. It's gruesome, you know, because because he was blind for so long, thought he wanted to see, you know, like how nasty everything must be that you just you're blind your whole life. You can see and then you rip your eyeballs out. That was a messed up story, you know, and that <laughs> was like Rob Fee's entry into the Halloween special, you know. Wow. So now there's a character in WWE. His name is he's bray wyatt also known as the fiend mm -hmm. so bray wyatt and the fiend i mean this is a dark character and so prior the last year bray wyatt left wwe he was released a little bit before that rob fee wrote a movie that he wanted to produce about the character the fiend who is if it you're thinking demonic i mean this is demonic as it gets like this guy's face and his his alter ego is the craziest thing. Like if you think the undertaker was like, it's 10 times. That. No, it I is. saw like his, the, the face and like his, I saw his like get up and it was pretty uh, like freaky. You know what yeah, I mean? Like it's awesome. Yeah. It but, is so cool. he was in charge now and he's, he's director of long-term creative. And so he was doing this whole thing with this white rabbit, like mystery thing. And so every show for the last like month and a half, not on TV. It was a viral campaign. They would play this song, White Rabbit by Jefferson, the acapella version. And it was so eerie and so cool. And everybody kept posting it and it did exactly what they wanted to do. So how smart is this guy producing it? But funny enough is that when he 
came back this weekend at a pay-per-view in Philadelphia, and he had all these characters. He used to have this thing called the Firefly Firefly Funhouse, and I shared mm-hmm. the video with you. And so they they cut to all these like different characters in the audience, which are horror looking characters. Mm-hmm. Those are all the old characters, and it's so funny how the tear ducts and he would see all these dead guys from the past in the comics it's the same thing they were almost saying like this is like him laying to rest all those old souls from his dare or firefly fun house and they're not sure exactly if that's it but it seems to be like a good correlation and i wonder if it'll lead to something with the fiend almost you know doing something to himself Mm -hmm. to get rid of this the this you know this weight of this like death and this horror and all that other stuff. But, you know, it is funny, like how, how I, I wonder if they're going to um, like, I, I like, I'm very curious about the comics because I want to see if it will, if, if there's going to be parallels with where this story mm-hmm. and I can almost see what's going to happen. <laughs> it, it wouldn't surprise me. So it, uh, the, he created a character called the red goblin, which is actually carnage, which is, like Carnage is like one of the most violent, sadistic characters in, you know, Marvel. And it from from what you're telling me, like I see he, he's kind of like taking it from like one like he's ending on one page and just picking up on another. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's what he's doing in Mar what what he was doing at Marvel. Cause when he wrote Red Goblin, that was not like a Halloween special. That was his. They said here, do your character, whatever. And it was still like very hard, very Halloween and everything. And that story was pretty much the first episode. The first issue is just, you know, the Red Goblin going through and he's just tearing through New York City and killing innocent people in like the most like, you know, sadistic ways possible. And there's like a battle, like a duality. But in the end, it's it's Carnage and Norman Osborn. He's like, you know, telling him like, you can't kill all these people for no reason, like they're citizens. But well, like as it progresses, like evil wins, you know, like Carnage pretty much takes over. And the character of Red Goblin is Norman Osborn is almost, yeah, Norman Osborn is almost gone. But you find yourself like really into it though. You know, like as bad as it was, like I was, I was into it. I was hooked. I was like, this character's really cool. I'll, I'll read more, you know? I'm wondering. I couldn't get to the next panel fast enough, you know? That's where this is headed because, now, this is someone, and we've talked about um, heels. This is someone, Bray Wyatt is as dark as it gets. And so I'm wondering if it's going to be, and, and it's almost, it, it's it's like a popular thing. Because when I think, the first thing that popped in my mind when he said evil wins is Game of Thrones. And so like Game of Thrones, when you'd have like the most popular characters get killed off and stuff like that. I'm wondering if he's going to take this, like, you know, life isn't always, the good guy doesn't always win. You know what I mean? So no. I'm wondering if they're going to be going forward with with his character and and stuff like that with uh with evil ultimately winning, you know? And sometimes the like evil like bad characters like they end up being like super popular anyway. Yeah. You know? Like there's there's anti-heroes like Red Hood, Deathstroke is extremely popular character from DC and he's not good at all. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's bad. You, dude, Punisher, Deadpool, Harley Quinn was like, you know, has like murdered tons of people. 
the you Joker. Have Marv, yeah, Marv from Sin City. Yeah, there's people wearing Joker shirts, dressed yeah. up as the Joker and stuff. They could be evil and as nasty as possible, you know, and they're still going to be super popular. Yeah, so with the anti-hero winning and, and you know, evil winning overall, I think that's something that can go forward. Now, Fee had a, um, a history with WWE's characters before being signed by them. So I'm wondering if his, you know, friendship with these guys was before. Like I told you before, he had written... Uh, a movie and wanted to produce one about the character the fiend and apparently went over well with the wwe higher-ups now it didn't end up working out bray Wyatt ended up leaving the company but this build-up to having him come back has been one of the biggest things going on since triple h took over now we've gone to a tv 14 in wwe which is a more risque like more horror stuff you can do more stuff that's a little bit more edgy and hiring this guy who's been so successful with all this other stuff he was friends at his wedding bray wyatt was at his wedding john morrison who's another uh, uh professional wrestler is at his wedding and he got um a video message sent to him by mjf so MJF is one of the see, I told you that's Matt's pop right there. MJF yeah. is one of the whoa, most whoa, 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 whoa. Back it up. Yep. What the fuck did you just this say? This guy's boys with MJF. Who's boys with MJF? Rob Fee. Fuck. MJF legit, probably best heel. Probably dude, he's I mean, he's fucking up there with best heel in the business right now. Maybe the fastest rising wrestling superstar of all time, at least could, if you ask could, him. I mean, it, well, I mean, it, honestly, he says it, but it's fucking true. He's been on TV for three years, and he's legit. He's probably, in 2024, he will be the number one sought-after free agent in all of pro wrestling, and there's no question about it. He How long is Roman nice. Reigns signed for? Well, I mean, dude, he probably, I mean, we'll see. I mean, we'll see who stars Bernie If he comes to AEW, or if he comes to WWE. He's gonna. There's no way he's staying. He's boys with Cody. He's boys with oh. the guy that is now friends. Oh, he's that is... AEW and yes. he's with Rob yes. Fee. And... Yes. Okay, very cool. And so oh. Rob Fee is the head of long-term creative, Matt. And is, you know what that so means. Would he be like the Brian Gewurz of this era? Uh, I guess, but it's different. It's with yeah. Triple H at the helm. Vince McMahon has lost, had lost touch for a long time. To be honest, I think he's been he's been out of touch decades. Okay, I think he's a hardworking man. I think people wanted to see, you know, they they saw a reality thing, ECW, whatever, Attitude Era, that stuff. The production is is unparalleled. There's nobody that produces and puts together a show from the pyro to the clips to the you know to everything to the and, trailer, and puts on a show. The, yeah. nobody, nobody is close to putting on a show like WWE. And close. a lot of times when you see professional sports. And what they're doing, they copy off of WWE. Yeah. But so Triple H taking over, and he said it before, and Matt, you've heard this. He likes what's called what he calls a slow burn. Okay. Building a story into where the number one thing about professional wrestling is not being the greatest athlete in the ring. It's getting people to want to watch and be invested in the story. This white rabbit thing. And this guy, Rob Fee, in the month and a half or two months that he's been around, he has hit it out of the park. I'm telling you, I was watching every one of these videos. Now, the horror, I'm not a huge horror guy. I don't really like, it's not my thing. But the the overall production and where they went is, is Matt was not incredible on Saturday. 
the crowd for a horror number one horror guy like an evil thing the huh. crowd was electric dude it was Buzzing. electric before he like the, even before they, everyone knew who the fuck it was they knew everyone, who it was everyone knew exactly where he was what was going on right they they no there was no quant like no guessing oh who could this be right the crowd was absolutely buzzing, right? Buzzing, not with anticipation, buzzing, knowing exactly who it is. And then when he did, took off his mask, did the reveal, doesn't say a fucking word. And the crowd blew the roof off the place. Now, Popped like you wouldn't believe. He did say, I'm here. But the oh. crowd was so loud and the microphone was even built hear. to pick that up. The crowd was so loud, you couldn't hear it. And there's there's been a lot of things that he's done, and I'm wondering if he's involved in other things. There was a small there's, and this is where I was wondering with you, Liam, if there was little nuggets that he leaves in his comics to kind of tell a story. Because there was a little thing that happened with the tribal chief Roman Reigns and Jay Uso this week, and it was minor. It was minor storytelling, but I feel like Rob Fee, this comic book world, this this thing that he has he he's got his finger on the pulse he knows what he's doing with the fans and building the story and to bring in and it's not always knowing what to do it's knowing who to hire and i think wwe hit this one out of the park and i'm super excited and i think more and more comic book stuff is going to be coming into the wwe comic book-esque stuff yeah dude if he if he's been in like writing rooms with like other comic writers and everything he said like he was involved in spider-man adventure like some of these are like volume after volume after volume after volume and the story just you know what i mean like take goes on for you know years you know what i mean like each each another issue parallel is a month, you know each each issue is a, you'll get like an issue a month in a series and everything and usually they'll put together like eight to ten will be in like a collection and i've seen them where like you know what i mean there's like 10 15 collections you know and that's wow. a lot of that's a lot of content for for like a whole story to unravel and for them to go that long it means it's you know, people are buying it and people are into it. And if you're telling me everybody was watching this, they knew who it was going to be and they were la that loud anyway. And he's leaving Brent. That tells me they were already like fully in, you know what I mean? Like yes. the fans are like in everybody's invested, even though they knew what the payoff was going to be. It was like, you, you couldn't look away. You know, it's like when I was saying, like, I, I just wanted to get to the next panel, next panel, yeah. next panel. Like you just, well, a little thing, too, he did with Judgment Day this past weekend. Judgment Day had a match, and they're this group, and they've been going against this guy, Edge, who you may be familiar with. So he was fighting, and this was a called an I Quit match. Well, it gets pretty brutal, and now they're thinking, and this group has come in, and they're beating on Edge, and there's a there's three guys and a girl. Well, no one can hit the girl because guys can't hit girls. It's not allowed in professional wrestling in WWE. Well... The guy's wife, Edge's wife, Beth Phoenix, comes out. Next thing you know, she's they got her unconscious. They're holding him up, making him watch while they beat her with a chair uh -huh. while she's unconscious, which is pretty dark. You know what uh -huh. I mean? Oh, yeah. This is a new thing to where eventually he had to say, stop, I quit, I quit, you know? Mm -hmm. and so when, when you're telling me about this stuff that he's writing in these comic books, and I'm like, man, he's bringing it over. And this is what the WWE fan has been craving because I would venture to say most WWE fans are also big fans of the comic world, the Marvel universe, 
alt DC, all that stuff. They're so similar. And like we said, all the professional wrestlers that are now in, you know, comp- with, with Black Adam and um, Peacemaker and all that other stuff. Like, it, I, I just think this is going to get more. And if he's got guys that he's boys with that in the Marvel universe that are writing comics, mm-hmm. WWE has a new episode every week. So they need the volume of content. And if you got the best guys in the world and you bring, dude, it's a perfect fit. And I'm maybe so maybe this will maybe this will lead to more. You know what I yeah. mean? Maybe because yeah. Rob Fee will know other writers, other comic book writers and stuff. And if they're looking to, you know, dip their toe right. in that, and because you're right, I mean, there is a lot. If you go into if you go into Uncanny, like one of those, like you know, like the chain comic book, you'll find like a WWE shirt or like you know what I mean. There's yeah. dude, there there's got to be. There's got to be times where there's been like wrestlers in comics, you know, comics have been around for a long time. I guarantee like Hulk or somebody oh, yeah. has been like the rock, maybe or even the name Hulk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude. And like Hulk Hogan, like to me, like it, like Sting his is a comic book character. He had to be in a comic. Book. Oh yeah. The, like pr- close to the crow and everything. Yeah. The crow. You know? Yeah. But like, to me, Hulk Hogan is almost the same as like, you know, Captain America. Right. You know what I mean, like, right. You know, Undertaker. They're like, all these characters really are like essentially comic book characters, you know? Yeah. Like, a lot of them have like, uh, you know, like unnatural abilities and stuff. And it's very cool. Well, I'll tell you what. If they come out with a Fiend comic book, I'm going to have to check it out. I'm going to have to get it. Oh, yeah. Well, he wrote the movie for, you know, I bet you a movie comes out soon about the Fiend. And I mean, I'm telling you, this guy is this character is as dark as it gets. And if you want to check something out, go check out his SummerSlam entrance from well, a couple I like, years ago. I love horror stuff. So, I mean, yeah. you were saying it's not really your thing, but I do like horror stuff. Like, I always like when I was a kid, I did like Venom and Carnage and that whole like Mac, the, the symbiote, like all that stuff, like the maximum carnage, all that stuff. I loved it when I was a kid. You know what? I think it just, it, I think at one point horror turned into like a torture thing and I just, yeah, I can't deal with torture. What? Like I, Saw and stuff like that. I was just like, I'm out. I don't like those movies and I agree with you a hundred percent right okay. there. I, so that's where I that's where I check out. Yeah, you know? I like like Halloween and like yeah. you know like uh you know Friday the Thirteenth where they're just like stalking and killing a bunch of people and stuff. You know, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much all I got on Rob Fee from now on. I I'm excited to see where he's going with Dexter Loomis, who's kind of a horror character. Judgment Day, Bray Wyatt with the White Rabbit in the uh, QR codes, and Roman Reigns. And I really I I I just I'm happy that you had me on the show. I know when I saw it, I was mm-hmm. like. Liam, this is a perfect fit. It's kind of my world, your world, and mm-hmm. we, we can kind of like dive into it. And hopefully there's some more things coming up that are, are going to be uh, similarities that maybe we can talk about again later. Well, I, I have a question. When I remember that wrestling used to have like what they would call jobbers. Do they yeah. still have guys that are there solely to like get their asses kicked? <laughs> and you know what I mean? They they do. They're not as like it's funny because that'll be like a knock on like maybe an old wrestler. Like people would say like Dolph Ziggler is like a jobber now. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And what what it is, is something that we were talking about earlier where you can elevate a uh, a character or a, a wrestler that's new in a thing. So you kind of have what's like levels, you know, mm-hmm. and so the jobber is 
also kind of taken a different turn. They still do have jobbers. They'll put one up against like a like a Amos or a um, Braun Strowman or something like that, where they just come in and they beat the hell out of this guy and it's over in a minute. But you don't want to do that so much with like certain talent because you want them to kind of seem strong too. Mm-hmm. But so eventually there's these guys that they seem to always lose. So, so you know. D- Deadpool, like if you read Deadpool comics, what he calls it is like C-list fodder. You know what I mean? Like the C-lister villains and stuff, like the ones that right, like, same thing. that are there, they're prevalent in the world. They're always like it, they're always trying to knock something off or rob something or right. you know what I mean, do some experiment that'll fuck everything up. Like and, the first villain in the movie that they just yeah, beat up ex- and absolutely. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. in the first pages when the story starts, they'll be like fighting you know, like Boomerang, Wizard, Beetle, Goldbug, Frogman, you know, like they're like the lamest characters, but they're like, they always seem to be there, like getting their asses kicked in the beginning. I just wonder if they had that kind of thing still. In the 90s, there was a lot more of it. You know what I mean? Now what they'll do, if they're going to do a jobber, they'll go to, they'll be in a certain town. They'll be like different, like, you know, um, companies around there slower ones and they give a guy a shot to be on tv hey you're gonna oh, be on okay and you're gonna get your ass kicked or okay. they'll because they, they want to be able to build their talent that they already have you know what i mean so it's like hey i got to wrestle on monday night raw where a guy that would have never gotten that chance they still are they still doing like nxt where they have like, oh yeah the level below that's like the people coming up and everything and, oh yeah NXT, yeah, okay, cool. yeah nxt is still um still going on that's every uh tuesday nights nxt now so nxt and then you know like i said AEW might do it a little bit more um mm-hmm. but uh now to be honest it's where i'm excited with this rob v and triple h taking over is that they've they've started to find a way to have the guys lose that maybe lose but stay strong where mm-hmm. vince had totally lost that he had guys and they would just lose and lose and lose and lose and lose. And then they're like, oh, they're in a big match. It's this guy. It's like, well, he loses every time. Like, you know, he's not yeah, going to win. So, you know what so, I mean? I mean, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, what what he built is, like, undeniable. But it eventually you have to get with the times. And you can't just keep doing the same thing over and over again. Everything evolves. You know what I mean? Like, all yeah. the like not even any kind of entertainment has to evolve you know so well and this could be way off base part of me thinks he was always out of touch and that he um like even when wwe was huge in the attitude era and he Mm -hmm. was like the main bad guy and stuff like that i i i I think it was kind of goofy and i look back on those matches and those stuff fondly like i love it because that's where i grew up with and stuff like that but i Mm -hmm. think it was still out of touch and i think he was fortunate that people had this thirst for this actual real fighting and blood like uh, like like ecw and mm-hmm. either way some of his stuff hit but i think he missed a lot i think triple h i mean it's only been a couple months but man he is doing a great job and a lot of it has to do with this hiring of rob fee so i'm super excited where it's going and you know i can't wait now, to see what happens now i i have a quick question for you if that attitude era and like looking back on that, that attitude era stuff and everything, if that was what wrestling was now, do you think you would still like it? Like, do you think you would still like wrestling as much as you do right now? Like, with, if it, like without the attitude era? Yeah, like, like say you were the age tamer? you are. Yeah, the no, the age you are right now. 
but you were during the Attitude Era. You know what I mean? Like the we're Attitude in Era our wouldn't be allowed today. No, you're saying like, would I have oh, liked the Attitude Era true. when I'm 39? Is yeah, that what you're saying? Yes, correct. Um, yes, and a lot of people did. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it was yeah. the number one show, like for as long as it gets. I mean, Dennis Rodman left practice in the middle of the yeah, finals <laughs> to go be yeah. on Monday Night Nitro. So. That's mm-hmm. how big professional wrestling was. Like, oh, yeah. D- you, WCW was good then at that every, point. Yeah, the whole thing was good. But a lot of that had to do with ECW and these people wanting to like this. And I, I think that's where WWE, WWF at the time ended up winning. They went a little more hardcore, you know. Mm-hmm. And so what happened was the best thing you could do is this disbelief to, to make people go, wait a second, is this real is that like really happening like are these guys do they really not like each other is this real like is that guy really hurt is you know and then Mm -hmm. you see real blood and stuff like that so that's where this guy rob fee with the stories is going to help because he's going to build and make people be invested invested Mm -hmm. cody rhodes is an amazing character to have amazing talent to have to build like a passion and a an investment in an actual story to where you're going to turn in to see man what's going to happen like you're going to flip the next page in the comic book i got to see what happens next you know what i mean it's the same thing and i'm telling you i think it's only been a couple months but i mean as far as a splash onto the scene this guy behind the radar is making one of the biggest splashes in a long time it's i'm telling you it's gotten so much better like vince it was tough man it was tough it was tough being loyal <laughs> yeah so that's that's what i was just kind of getting at is, is like at this point you're just making a good thing better you know so like you're, well, you've had I, all the pe- potential you've had all the the like everything there like i said the production is is not is second to no one and mm-hmm. it's it, and that's been for man forever mm-hmm. i don't know you know, so you have all the tools there and you just needed the right captains to guide the ship and to make it where you're pulling everyone, not just a, a portion. We're going to get everyone. We're bringing in Logan Paul. We're going to get that demographic. We're bringing in Rob Fee. We're going to get the comic book. You know, we're going to build those stories. We're going to do this and that. Like they're they're doing it all and they're like firing on all cylinders. And I know it's as dorky as it gets, but I'm so fucking pumped for WWE. Dude, you're you're on. We're waiting. doing a podcast about comic books, yeah. and I'm 37, yeah. so don't worry about as dorky as it gets. Dude. All right, That's good, totally fine. But by the way, to all the haters that are on our other show, um, mm-hmm. let's let, there, there's a couple guys that are. Uh, it's, do we ever hear haters? It? It's a hater, and his name's fucking. <laughs> Steve, the the chode smoke. No, no, we, there, there was. I, he I won't listen it. to this, so it won't fucking matter. But I also <laughs> sensed a little hate from uh, uh, Mr. Day as well. Uh, I'd rather just watch the real thing. Yeah, that's well, fine. I'm not saying that's a hard O answer. Did you ever hear of a uh, Gable Stevenson, Olympic uh, Olympic gold hey, medalist, man. Kurt Angle, uh, our boy Matt Riddle, who wrestled last week, he beat twice John Jones. He beat him twice, not once, but twice he beat him. And we we got you know they're they're Brock Lesnar you, you know these guys are bad fucking asses they're superheroes just like in the comic books dude Tom when people start on that bullshit you know what you say anytime somebody's like comics oh, fucking this that that you're like 
Yeah, you know what? That's why every time a movie comes out, it fucking smashes weekend records and everything because right. it fucking sucks. Like, yeah. shut up, dude. You know what I mean? Same That's why there was 100,000 people there yeah. to watch WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah, same thing. They sell out their arenas. You know what I mean? They're like constantly, like they always have the viewers and everything. Their fans are diehard. Why? Because it fucking sucks. Shut up. You know, well, that's I mean? why I uh, that's why that's actually comics or, you know, the Marvel Universe is something I will use as a reference with 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 the number one line on haters is, you know, it's fake, don't you? And I go, huh, yeah, did you ever see uh, did you ever see Game of Thrones? You know, that's that's <laughs> yeah, not real. Dude, right. Yeah. Did you ever watch, uh, yeah. you know, Avengers? You know, that's that's yeah. not real. Right. So. Or any or any show ever. <laughs> Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, right. Like, I guess we don't like entertainment. Show, yeah. yeah, come on. But uh, yeah, good stuff. Uh, you think they'll sign the Diaz brothers? They they might. Did, did we see that earlier? Was there well, news? They that had the Daniel Diaz Cormier. Coach? Daniel Cormier was at the pay per view this last Saturday. So I nice. mean, the MMA world. And they had Kane Velasquez. Kane oh, Velasquez, like we said, Brock Lesnar, Matt Riddle was a UFC. Yeah, guy. I mean, there's a lot of UFC guys. Like, oh yeah, Ronda Rousey, right? She Ronda was, Rousey yeah. is a champ right now. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it and uh, Shayna Baszler was a was a MMA fighter. So, I mean, there's a lot of parallels in that world too, and um, just WWE does it better. I mean, plus UFC, UFC is incredible, but plus WWE. UFC fighters are trying to actually get paid if they're going to be getting their asses kicked every. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it's almost like, you know, if if you're done with UFC, you can try to find uh like if you could if you had a career in UFC and mm-hmm. you're like, okay, look, I'm looking to to go into something different, then this is this is the world for you because they can uh they can make it. You you have to be successful though, really, you know. You have to be like cream of the crop to move on from well, UFC to I don't me and Matt want don't want to dive into hating CM Punk, but we always knew he was a freaking douchebag, uh, and we mm. always disliked him, and we knew he was gonna suck in UFC. He's and a that whiner. Was a big, He's yeah. a fucking whiner. And that was a big problem with him. And but I think he's a big comics guy. To be honest, I do think yeah. he wrote a comic book. But <laughs> he um, did. So You're right. So yeah, did Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, but Punk, like we knew, like he sucks, dude. He's not a superhero. He's not a larger not a life superhero. character. No, he's right? not. You're right. He's a fucking, he's a mouth. But also, he's like, he's a fucking noodle, man. Exactly. Like, if you look noodle at Noodle of the guys, year? Oh, I wanted to nominate him, year. but we were like, I was like, no one else is going to know this guy. Well, <laughs> but he sucks. Or hate dude. him as much if as If you do. look at these guys, like. He's out of shape. He's out of shape. He's, he's small. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, there's no way. He's not Punk Cena. Is beating he's not Brock Lesnar in yeah, a fight. Yeah. No not a way. Like oh, I can't so suspend disbelief that much. He's a heavyweight, like so he would have to fight as a heavyweight. How yeah. how much? Oh, okay, okay. And he's not fast. You know what I mean? Like Rey Mysterio's fucking lightning quick, and he super flies athletic, all, and he flies all over the place. That's his superpower. Yeah, you know what right. I mean? There's, there's no, no superpower for Punk besides being a complainer. He's a super complainer, dude. There's a uh, there's a promo that Triple H, Tom, you sent me the video. It's Triple the H cut a promo on on Punk, and he was going out to the ring. And before he went out, the writers were like, "Here's your script." He's like, "I don't need a fucking script for this guy." 
went out and just lit him the fuck up. And it was pretty fucking great. Basically, he said, Cliff Notes, he said, you know, me and you were a lot of the same. We did what we had to do to get ahead. The only difference is I told people to their face, I'm going to walk through you. I'm going to do whatever I have to do to step on you to get to where I want you. You played the martyr. You went behind people's backs like a little bitch. And so, dude, it was like, <laughs> that is fucking you dude, know what I trips, mean? trips is, I mean, I'll tell you what, he's been he's been doing pretty fucking good. He's been doing pretty fucking good telling them. We, a year stories. ago, WWE was we're like, what oh, is happening, dude. You know, a year ago, we under. were singing when when All Out happened. Adam Cole and uh, and Adam Cole debuted, and uh, and uh, Daniel and uh, Brian Danielson debuted for AEW. We were legit saying like, dude, we never thought we would say this, but WWE is in, in trouble. trouble now. It's not even close. WWE is the fucking king of the castle. And they're selling Where? out quicker than ever. It's kind of funny. It's almost like a Marvel DC kind of a rivalry going there. Not that AW is anywhere near like DC, but like Marvel and the movies has done so well and critically like by fans and stuff like that, where mm -hmm. DC has kind of struggled. I, I think. So, so I yeah. think DC is about to turn a corner though. I do. I think Black Adam it it's it's shaping up to be who's the star like a, of Black a, Adam a strong again? showing yeah there you go I mean this is this is perfect so well that's what we're gonna have to do then the next one we do Liam is gonna have to be the Black Adam review oh you should absolutely go watch it and yeah and we'll do a review after it shortly I'll talk shortly yeah I'll talk more with Matt at the end but I already have an idea uh, I got a ticket for opening weekend for Black Adam and I'll probably like real put together like a quick review who's and put the, the opening weekend the who's, 21st who's October the 21st. hawk dude in black that Man. is that is hawkman so there's these two characters there's hawkman and hawk wow great wait a second wow. super creative, if they super have creative. a child is it hawk kid <laughs> is it hawk baby <laughs> Hawk oh, baby. They're, I think, Thangarians are the name of the race that they are. They're from like another planet that was destroyed. They're like a race of like warriors. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? They're like uh better hawks. You know, yeah, they were like they were like bred to be, you know, like like soldiers. Well, much. isn't so but uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Liam. Isn't Black Adam exactly what you guys were talking about? Where sometimes the most popular character, anti-hero, a hundred Black Adam we just, is like we were saying yes. it earlier is the it's, same exact thing. That's one of the parallels. Same thing with uh, your boy Peacemaker. Oh, yeah. Peacemaker's the fucking great, and they're both ex wrestlers. John Cena, The Rock. I mean, it's like these worlds are. Yes, Peacemaker. I thought the show was excellent. I thought oh. he, I thought he was excellent in the the Suicide Squad. That yeah. movie was Stole so much so much better than the than the Suicide Squad movie they made before. But that's because I think James Gunn was involved. You know, he did the two uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy movies. He's doing the third Guardians of the Galaxy movie. He did uh, Peacemaker show. Like he's WWE's next hire. Dude, James Gunn is well. If 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 the people at DC have any brains at all, they will kind of let James Gunn like I I don't know why is they don't just let him controversy take over. with him. James Gunn did he get in trouble? For there something? was he said something I can't remember what it was, but you know like a bunch of you know like people were offended by some by like a you know what it was it was one of those things where he made a tweet like years ago that and was like, offen it. yeah, that was like offensive today. 
So actually, like Disney and Marvel, they're like, they booted him. They're like, you're not our director anymore. But then, like the actors, he's, fans, he's like, "We'll take you." <laughs> well, no, the the fans and actors and everything bitched, and we're like, "Fuck you!" You know what I mean? Then yeah. he came, he came back, and he's gonna do uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three. But DC, you're right, was smart enough to said, "Absolutely, dude, write our movies and everything." Yeah. You know, yeah. I might be getting the timeline kind of wrong, but that is what happened. People complain he's back doing marvel movies and everything though but it was it was stupid shit you know what i mean it was like i don't understand you dig something somebody said like it's not appropriate today but it was appropriate yeah. but come on come on give me a break you know yeah. but uh yeah uh dc should be turning a corner i can't wait to do a review for that one black adam's a great character there's right. good characters in that movie too nice all right um, all right uh, yeah so you've given me a lot to think about uh because I am definitely a horror fan. And if we have a Marvel writer who does horror stuff, you know, right, like uh, in charge of creating. You're a horror fan, Lushmi? Uh, yeah, I love horror. It could, be, yeah, it could be starting. The Raw's on right now. I'm recording it. So mm -hmm. who knows if Bray Wyatt has showed up yet? I don't want any spoilers like on the line. So mm -hmm. if there's another, like as the things come, Liam, I'll be sending them to you. Maybe it'll. We can always use another fan in the in the WWE universe. Another thing too, uh -huh. WWE is called the fans are called the WWE universe. So maybe this is when universes collide. That sounds like a comic book. Yeah. It's probably already written, you know. But uh, yeah, they had a couple ones where the universes yeah. actually collide into each other and stuff. So I think uh, I think you know maybe in the future we can uh, we can do some uh, another WWE slash. Or a comic slash WWE. Yeah, let's see how far collision. this goes. Yeah, see how far this goes. See if they pick up another writer. All that good stuff. I'm game, man. This was this was this was fun. This was a good this was a good episode, man. We uh, all right. You know, nice. Well, uh, this has been another episode of the Comics Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle. Coming today by Liam Reese, Tom Lavelle, and you can find all our stuff and all our content and all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can have us on Instagram, Work Perspectives Podcast, and you can join us on the Twitter and the TikTok. Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workingperspectives.gmail.com. And please like and subscribe so we keep bringing you this sweet, sweet content in another episode of the Comic Perspectives Podcast. Thanks for listening.